Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, just before we get to episode 48 of See You Next Wednesday, I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Toronto Film Scene. It's an online magazine dedicated to providing local, current, and thoughtful coverage of the city's film culture and its makers. You're going to want to go to thetfs.ca or follow them on Twitter at thetfs or go to facebook.com slash toronto.film.scene. They have tons of awesome articles. It's laid out like a magazine right now. They are doing coverage of children's movies. They got a great article about Canadian children's movies. If you are a fan of The Peanut Butter Solution, which is a crazy movie, you're going to want to read this article. And they're great to follow on Facebook because you can get uh, tickets to Sneak Peeks and subscriber-only contests. What's not to love? Follow them. Toronto Film Scene. Toronto's online film magazine. And now we're going to listen to See You Next Wednesday. Hello, welcome to episode 48 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, January 23rd. And my name's Dan Gorman. She's been acting really weird lately. She hardly didn't eat anything for lunch today. Did that make sense? <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons, and the People's Republic of Lumps in my oatmeal. <laughs> mm, I'm Greg, and you ain't got the authority to declare happy birthday. <laughs> Not in this town. <laughs> No one knows what the hell I'm talking about. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't think so. Yep. All right. Guys, it's good to be back. It's, it's good, nice to be it's back. Good to be back, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, an episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wearing, Maybe Dan's wearing too. a pink shirt today. I am. Is it pink? Oh. Yeah. Mm. You're more comfortable in your masculinity than I am comfortable <laughs> in your masculinity. Oh. <laughs> I'm also <laughs> drinking beet juice. Gross. Oh. Yeah. That is disgusting. How Why keep... did you bring beet juice into my house? It's delicious. <laughs> it's uh, it's how I keep keep my puberty like voice cracking. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep my voice young somehow. Is it just beet juice? Like yeah, what just, else is in there? Uh, let me see. They spice it up with some, some pineapple berries juice, and... lemon juice, apple juice, beet yeah, juice. Right. Okay. This so is, it's just been juice, juice. You next no. Wednesday. You uh, misrepresented your juice. It's some juice that got ruined by some beet juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's perfectly good juice that got all fucked up. Somebody in the factory. Whoops. <laughs> the beet juice. You got beet juice in my carrot juice. 
<laughs> that, that guy works in the factory. Yeah. Hey, you got you fucking. Got, well, you got carrot juice in my beet juice. <laughs> <laughs> the most utilitarian well, so. voice ever. Yeah. That we, <laughs> everyone, doesn't matter who it is, we use that voice. Yeah. Oh, um, I have a limited range. Yeah. <laughs> We are going to talk about uh, some movies and film roulette. We're going to play Hero Swap later, um, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about two movies off the top. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Last Stand first? or Yeah, let's give the people what okay. they want. <laughs> yeah. So we were all really excited to see Last Stand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, am I correct? You didn't go see it, Casey? That is absolutely correct. I did not get a chance. Okay. I've been very busy. Get off my back. I'm just mm. asking. Oh, I'm um, just saying. So get Greg and I went and saw it. Yeah, yeah. I made the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I went out Friday right after work. Uh, to see this movie. So this is Schwarzenegger's kind of return to action cinema. It is his return. It's yeah. the first movie since 2003, uh, well, Terminator, first... Rise of the Machines. Yes. It's his first starring. Movie. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he did well, some he cameos, wasn't really right? in those. <laughs> no, not he really. He showed up. He showed up he, on like yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't comb his hair for the no. movie. <laughs> he, was more, he was more in them than a lot of people. Yeah. He was more in them than you were. Uh, I don't know. Watch it again. <laughs> you may be surprised. Easter eggs. <laughs> Greg walks by and winks in the background yeah. in one of the scenes. No, there's a deleted scene where I'm selling Easter eggs. No. Like that. Easter <laughs> eggs. <laughs> and they're like, it's July. And you're like, I'm not good at this. And then he blows up. The, uh, the Easter eggs are actually Chuck Norris winks at me and walks away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's his first lead. It's directed by Ji Woon Kim, who's directed uh, I Saw the Devil. Which is amazing. Yeah, and uh, Good, the Bad, and the Weird. Which is also crazy. Yeah. It's got a lot um, of really good action in it. And there's a lot of people in this movie. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it. John yeah. Knoxville's in it. Uh, Louise Guzman is yep. fucking amazing in it. Awesome. Uh, Peter Stormare's in it. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, and yeah, I was looking at... I, re- I was reading about the movie. Harry Dean Stanton. S- yeah, Harry Dean Stanton. Which was awesome. It. And uh, that kid from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I don't know his name. <clears throat> but uh yeah i uh it's a popcorn movie yeah it's not totally. trying to be intelligent no. or anything like that and, and I, I would be really disappointed if it was trying to be intelligent yeah, right? you know if it had uh, uh, but it's so fun i had such it's a great really time fun. I had it a is fucking great time at this movie. i was uh, i was initially super surprised because on friday when i went and saw it um there were still only a few reviews out. I think there's eight or nine, and it was getting a really high percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So when I went to see it, and the first third of the film is like really sticks to being a garbage B movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so hard. Like the like the opening dialogue. Like it's, it's almost like Arnold terrible. doesn't know how to act like a human being. Like he's walking <laughs> he around in the seat, walk. and he's he like giving he's thumbs walking. up to people and stuff. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's trying to clap, and I'm like, you don't even know how to clap. Yeah, what? He clapped weird. Everything about it. He walked yeah. so weird. Funny. He gave a weird thumbs up and then a weird clap yeah he became the governor and, and was out acting for the longest time that not only did he forget how to act he forgot how to be a person <laughs> seriously <laughs> but then like yeah it, it's it's paced interestingly because it never quite gives you enough action leading up to like the last stand like, yeah kind of like like like, like you're Whoa, you, there's spoiler the, well, yeah, there's a stand at the end. Um, <laughs> the last, it's the one. last yeah. one. But like, there's, there's after that, there are no more stands, just credits. <laughs> there's action scenes, but I kept thinking like, oh, I just want like more. It never like pushes it over the top, so that when it finally does at the like the final act of the movie, you're just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, by, yeah. by the second last stand, you yeah. were like, God, can we get, get to, to the, the last one already? <laughs> 
Uh, and I quite like the action. That's where this movie got, mm-hmm. uh, I think, lucky with its director. Well, he, they they thought out the scenes, and it's almost yeah. like okay, it's a it's a, it's amazing what you can do when you fucking plan your action out and shoot it properly, right? And like, <laughs> and I re- I thought Forrest Whitaker was a lot of fun in this yeah. movie. He was just being weird and just like knew where he was, eating yeah. up his dialogue. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> he, uh, uh, he, I never thought of Forrest Whitaker as anything but like just like a drama guy. Like yeah. he's, he's yeah. such a compelling actor. And then I saw him, uh, it was a couple of years ago, he's on Saturday Night Live, and he was fucking hilarious. Right on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah like, uh, I like to, I'd like to see him do more kind of weirdo roles. Oh, hell yeah. He, he's, he's great in it, because he's really weird he's, in this movie. Yeah. And, and so is Peter Stormare, and he's of course, but made he's a career weird. being a weirdo. Yeah. Um, Johnny Knoxville kind of, like, bookends the movie. He's, like, yeah, there at the yeah. beginning, and he's there at the end, and right. he's pretty funny. I enjoyed him, yeah. and he's fine. Yeah. Uh, I I liked I liked almost everything about this movie. I had so much fun, like just fun at the movies. Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, the audience I was uh, I was watching it wasn't a huge one, but really got into it too. There was a lot of people laughing out loud and clapping for various insanity things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clapping yeah. way better than Arnold Schwarzenegger way ever. Really could. weird, and his hair is all fucked up in this it movie is. too. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. he can't comb his hair anymore. No, what like, happens to he German lost his comb? <laughs> Is he German? Is Austria in Germany? Oh my God! Uh, yeah, it's just it's fun. Like it, it is a stupid movie, and it's not a good movie, but it's no. super fun. Yeah, the action absolutely. is good when, when it when it gets to that last like chunk of, of where they're doing the last stand, and they're kind of coming into the town. There's just a lot of really fun action. Well, yeah, there's a ton of things in it that are good. There's good gunfights. Yeah. There's this supercar. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, I laughed every time that they there's like supercar punched the supercar. the supercar into overgear. Yeah. We're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you do this all it's the time. Ridiculous! And the plan, this guy's escape plan, this drug uh, yeah. cartel leader is uh, <laughs> ludicrous. It, like, is. <laughs> it makes no sense. Does it involve a supercar? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, he's got this uh, re- revved up Corvette yeah, it Zero could go, One, like, the fastest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. That's like faster than helicopters, and you know, whatever. Sure. Um, and very silent too. It's like. Yeah, <laughs> down the street. Yeah, no one hears it coming. This fucking super Corvette, and uh, yeah, like uh, he because the the cartel guy used to be, or he's he's the head of the drug cartel, mm-hmm. and he's the most horribly violent violent one since Pablo Escobar. Sure, but in his spare time, now this is just like a throwaway line too. They don't get into it too much. In his spare time, he races like. Stock cars of Formula One under yeah, a pseudonym, yeah. and and, and Forrest Whitaker is the FBI agent who's been chasing him for years. And he's like, I've seen him race. He's it's really pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why it's didn't like, you arrest him? Now? Yeah, what were you doing there? Don't fucking buy a ticket. I was there as a spectator. Yeah. I was off duty. I respect the sport. Yeah. What can I say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, he's good. Yeah. Very I just good. wanted to see some world class <laughs> racing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one thing I do want to complain about this movie is. In the fucking Red Band trailer, they show a shot of a car skateboard grinding across a railing, and I kept waiting for it. I went to see this with Taylor from Secret Screening Room, and he texted me before, like, saying, I can't wait to see a car grind a bridge like a skateboard. So the whole time, we were like, <laughs> skateboard, skateboard, skateboard. <laughs> like, at the end of the movie, we were just like, it's coming, it's got to be coming, they're on the bridge, and then it just doesn't happen. We were like, no, you <laughs> robbed us of a car sliding across the bridge like a skateboard. Yep. I was mad. I was like, how could you put that in the trailer? 
<sighs> yeah. yeah. I was I'm really disappointed. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's going to be all right. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> I'm going to live my life not ever having seen that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just watch the trailer. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to slow down. seen it. Frame by frame. And you can yell skateboard at the trailer. <laughs> skateboard. <laughs> skateboard. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's fun. You should go see it. Yeah, it's not like it's not going to break into that upper echelon of sorts and no, Schwarzenegger movies no. like Predator and the Terminators and Total Recall and stuff. Um, but it's it's much better than like Collateral Damage or the I actually don't day. mind Collateral Damage. Really? Yeah. yeah. Although I haven't seen it since it came out. It's not good. And I think I was younger when it came yeah, out. Yeah, it's not good at all. It got two thumbs up. It did it for I who? remember that from the trailer. From the <laughs> Schwarzenegger? Yeah. It's great. Come see it. <laughs> I, I remember with all my lines. <laughs> I do a lot of clapping in it. I've been practicing. I've been clapping back then. Up. Look how good I do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, like that tail end of him was really bad. Like, uh, end of days. Yeah, yeah. It was a yeah. pile of shit. The, sixth, well, the sixth day was... Sci-fi one was all right. Sixth day? <laughs> yeah, the maybe. The clone I one. I lo- actually love that movie for how bad it is. Yeah. Because eventually, spoiler alert from a you know, 15-year-old movie, but yeah, yeah. there is eventually two Schwarzeneggers on screen together <laughs> yeah. fighting crime. That's awesome. And Neither one of them can comprehend what's going no. on. <laughs> and it's pretty hilarious. There's a scene where they're like sitting around in the garage working on something, and they look yeah. so happy to be with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're my best buddy. This couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> I'll genuinely cherish you. <laughs> now smell my dick. <laughs> <laughs> When are we getting those T-shirts made out? Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Anyway, I, I'd recommend yeah, Last Stand in yeah. the Theater. It's it's a good action, and it has me just entirely stoked then for Bullet to the Head coming out in a week or two there, uh, which they had the tra- obviously had the trailer for Stallone's new movie before. Yeah, uh, yeah, just big trashy action. I'm so on board. And then the Tomb that's yep. in like September, oh, and man. a yep. and a twenty something year old man who doesn't know what a record is. <laughs> yeah, <that's so laughs> that dumb. makes me so mad every time we see that. He's like, yeah. they don't even make records anymore. I'm like, um, yes, yeah, they, they do. do yeah, idiot. They're Fucking the asshole. I just bought a couple buys. this week. Yeah, that that whole trailer oh. for that movie is like it hits every action cliche ever. It's like last day on the job. Yeah, uh, partner gets killed. Uh, a different like a foreign partner that he's going to be like kind of racist with. Also, yeah. he's older than him, so there's going to be that like generation humor. Directed uh, by Walter Hill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, how much can you cram into one? Walter movie? Hill loves the old buddy action movie. Yeah. That's what forty that's hours. The ready. main reason I'm excited for that. Yeah. Movie. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well then. Before we get to film roulette, we're going to talk about one more movie yeah. that I finally saw. Greg talked about it one time yeah, on the show. Time. I saw uh, Greg talk about it yeah. one time. Yep. We were sitting right here. Yeah. So I ordered the Mondo Tees VHS release of Beyond the Black Rainbow because <laughs> I am a nerd. Yeah. And I watched it last night. So this is, I don't know what you call uh, like a science fiction art film. Yeah. And it's uh, directed by the son of the guy that directed Of Unknown Origin and Cobra, right? And uh, Rambo 2, or First Blood Part yeah. 2, Rambo. Uh, George P. Cosmatos, mm-hmm. uh, his son. Uh, per I got it right here. Apollo or something, Cosmatos. It is Panos Cosmatos. Panos! Panos. Uh, so this is a Canadian movie Panos. that came out in 2010. Yeah. Um, it's basically, I guess what you, you could say it's about this uh, institute and they are kind of a new agey, yeah. culty institute, and they have this woman in a cell and this crazy doctor, and a large chunk of the movie is kind of just them back and forth kind of talking and some weird shit going on. It doesn't really have a plot. It's really... 
and it's really hard to follow. Yeah. And I actually think that I liked this movie quite a bit. I, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm not. But I have to say I think because it's like I need – I mean, you've had some time with it. I just watched it last night. But Yeah, yeah. It's I'm going to watch it again because that first viewing was so like – what the fuck yeah. is going on? What There's am I looking like, at? Very but it little looks dialogue. so cool. Looks like, awesome. Looks amazing. It's one of those movies that you just kind of turn on and allow it to exist in front of you for an hour yeah, and 50 yeah, minutes yeah. and just look at it and be like, what? Yeah. And there's some awesome visuals in it yeah. and a lot of like, what is happening now? Yeah. And who is that? <laughs> Why are they on acid Why are they doing that? Yeah, exactly. On? But the end, which I won't say, okay. because it's one of the weirdest and most like, strangely darkly comic endings to a character that i've ever seen just like yeah what yeah <laughs> that's where we're going here exactly oh yeah i, I actually because the end the end of the movie kind of turns more into a normal movie yeah the last little chunk and part of me was like i wish it had been more like that but the more that i think about it the more i'm like no i really like how it was just the fucking weirdest <laughs> movie ever <laughs> this thing's on the Netflix, is yeah. it? Oh yeah, All right, it's absolutely. It's very like esoteric. There's it's not, so you know, fucking. I don't know if people yeah, do drugs. Don't, don't do yeah. drugs, but do drugs when you watch this movie. <laughs> I think so, <laughs> I don't know. Drugs except for I can see I a think lot you of said people. That the last time, yeah. Too. You really uh, want people to do drugs? It's a druggy movie. I guess. I, it's I super druggy. A lot of people turning this movie off. Yeah, there's, oh, I, sure. I guarantee you there's a million people that were like, oh, I'll check out this movie on Netflix. And then 10 minutes later, we're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really interesting. Yeah. Especially just from like like an aesthetical, like an aesthetic standpoint, just like visually, yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, from a filmmaking perspective, it's, it's pretty, super cool. pretty amazing. I'm very, very curious to see what this guy does Did next. you stay through the credits? No, there's more. There's, there's a single shot at the end of the credits, and I say it almost as if it's like fucking worth, but it's like the, the <laughs> guy confusing. who makes the transformation after yeah. he takes his hair off yeah, and turns yeah. into that like kind of crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a <laughs> shot. I'm with you so far. There's a shot at the end of the, of the credits of, of an action figure of him on the ground. <laughs> what? With like a weird noise. Uh, okay. And that's it. All right. And it's um, interesting. I'll watch it it's again. It's weird. <laughs> Doesn't add anything really, but it's there. It exists. Fucking movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's a uh, fun movie to watch and talk about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. It was so weird walking around in the world like, has no one seen this movie? I'm talking yeah. to all the weird film people I know, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, Come yeah, on! I know. <laughs> I really liked going online and reading the angry reviews of this, actually. I, I felt like oh, that yeah. was really fun. It was like, just like, this fucking, fucking movie! Or people are just, <laughs> that was just the whole review. <laughs> that was, that's, a, that's a solid review. Zero this star. This movie. Oh. Uh, I think Four it, stars. I think, you know, the first person who told me about this movie was Bernan Galt, I think, of uh, yeah. Speakers. Well, I remember the trailer coming out and being like, this looks really cool. Yeah, and just never watching nuts, it. Yeah. You know? and just, it's really, really exciting to check out. But yeah, I don't know if he's seen it yet, but fucking, everyone should, I mean, give it a shot. If you, yeah, this if, movie, if you want to watch a movie that is basically like somebody took a bunch of acid watched a bunch of 80s movies and then you watched their memory of watching those <laughs> 80s movies on on acid then this is the movie for you yes absolutely <laughs> i do want to see that <laughs> yeah yes you do yeah i I'm will gonna see wanna, that. i gotta watch it again now Maybe it's tonight. interesting Maybe yeah, to say the least <laughs> oh, um uh-uh. so shall we get into some film roulette yeah. oh boy sure yay <laughs> let's go <laughs> Film 
Highlanders, our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good, hopefully, and the low roller has to go see something shitty. But the low roller gets to punish the winners with an album of his choice. This is what we do every week. Uh, this week, <laughs> I went and saw Quartet because I lost, and uh, you guys went and saw Mama. Mama. Yes. Because you won, and that looked pretty good yeah. in terms of horror movies coming out right now. Yeah. Uh, so you guys can talk about that then. Okay. All right. Off the top. All right. Uh, Mama stars uh, Jessica, Jessica Chastain, Chastain. In her, she's a big star now. Yeah. Yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. This, is, this might be the first in. movie of hers I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, what other movies has she been? She was in uh, Tree of Life. I never saw that. Oh, and The Help. Oh. Uh, never saw that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's very good. <laughs> Uh, she's having a great, I, yeah. All I know of her is that she's like a hog girl in a punk rock band. And I'm like, um, uh, <laughs> although, uh, yeah, that, that was her character in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. You saw Madagascar 3, Europe So Wanted, didn't you? Yeah, uh, stupid. She was a voice in that. Oh, how did you I not recognize her? No. And she like was movies. in Lawless, uh, Take Shelter, yep. The Debt, Stolen. Yeah, I haven't them. seen those movies. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying it loud for the listeners. They want to uh, know. No, they don't want to uh, know. They don't want to know anything I don't know. <laughs> this movie also features uh, the, a guy from uh, um, uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays the twin brothers. The dad and then the brother. Uh you mean the guy in, in yeah. oh he plays the the brothers in the movie yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. i thought you meant on game of <laughs> no, thrones no. and i'm game like why thrones. are you telling me this i don't yeah, know what yeah. that he's, is he's a he's a lannister on game of thrones and also in the very beginning of the movie one uh, canada's own uh, david fox yeah the, oh really the, yeah the burly bearded man who go who uh, is out looking for the girls in the are woods. you kidding oh. me yeah, david fox that was david fox absolutely i'll be damned he Will, reminded nope. me a lot of jeff daniels yeah <laughs> yeah so um gilmero uh-uh. del toro produced this right he did yeah. and the film is about um two girls are uh, taken from their home by their father, who has just uh, murdered their mother. Yeah, murdered their mother and one of the partners at his law firm or something. Yeah. Uh, For some reason. Some which reason, is never... which they don't really... Yeah. No, which I guess I, I don't care, but I did No, at the but time I kind of later, I was like, you... what in the fuck? Yeah. yeah, like, why wouldn't you, like, lead up to him just being a crazy man who kills everybody? Yeah, and he crashes the car that he's been driving the kids in out in the woods, and they find a cabin, and... Uh, the, yeah, there is a presence in the cabin. It's a. It's not like a haunted cabin. There's a ghost who haunts kind of an area. Yeah, more oh. so than. But but okay. she's there. The ghost is there and protects the children from this crazy father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the father the father's gone completely nuts. Kidnapped yeah. the kids he's... and he's just about to uh, uh, to kill them. Yeah. and himself. Okay, so then the mo- then that that presence becomes the titular the caretaker mama. of yes. these children okay and then the movie uh kind of takes off with the uh, with uh, jessica chastain who is um the the, the the murdering father's twin brother's girlfriend oh and he's okay. been, yeah <laughs> he's been spent spent the last five years trying to find his nieces what happened to them and uh the first t- half of this movie i think works really well the character uh, setups are all really good. I, I was into their relationships. It, it was, was nicely measured. Yeah. I mean, n- nothing pace. happens. Nothing horror-wise happens. Like, some, some unpleasant things happen. Yeah, but there's good tension because uh, the, they find the kids. They're completely feral. Yeah. Uh, and that's really cool. Like, those feral kids were weirding me the hell out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like uh, 
you had mentioned you saw it before I didn't. You had yeah. mentioned that there was an awful lot of CGI, and I'm like, I hate that in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But um, the the little feral children and the way they uh, kind of yeah. like uh, leapt about the uh, yeah. the cabin was really <laughs> effective and cool. Looking. Yeah, and so, I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then the yeah, horrible CGI yes. comes later. Right. Um, so the girls are uh, given to uh, the brother and taken into custody by him. And there's so, you know, they're they're uh, not Although ready to be parents. There is an aunt in there's the mix who wants, who wants to take them. the kids as well. There's a psychiatrist who's helping out and viewing the kids. And yeah, stuff. he and Jessica Chastain are like he's an illustrator and she's in a she plays bass in a rock band and mm-hmm. they're not. So she kids. doesn't want to be like like she doesn't want kids really. Is that what you mean? No, yeah, no yeah, Jessica she, Chastain's okay. just like never. I think probably her character didn't think this was ever going to happen. Oh, okay, but yeah. She's, <laughs> well, that'll no, seriously. Never she's yeah. like. You know, she there's a her, going her, along with it. Her, her character never would have suspected that she would have inherited two feral children <laughs> who answer to a ghost. But uh, sure here we enough, are. Here we are in this just situation. when you think that's not going to happen in your life, <laughs> it, it does. does. It totally happens. Yeah. And yeah, there's a, uh, a psychiatrist who's kind of on their side and helps them maintain custody and puts them in this house because so he, he wants to study the children. Yeah, he wants to like write a book or something. Yeah. About okay, it. he definitely sees potential in it for himself. Yeah, and. Um, so the presence, Mama, uh, yeah, follows here them to the house. Known as Mama. Yeah, is like yeah. coming coming back for them. Yeah, and okay. the bits you see of Mama that are hidden and obscured, and like a hand coming out of a closet, and sort of in the background, really creepy. Okay, um, super. I would say mildly creepy. I thought it was pretty creepy. I'm like, right on. This but is all right. But I can it, totally it's all get into surrounded this. by Mama's all surrounded by that. Kind of black smoke that, uh, yeah, like, like CGI that, blackness. Yeah, yeah, like where like so ghosts now are, have black smoke around them. That no. that's just a thing that yeah, happens. yeah. Uh, I was willing to forgive that at this <laughs> point in the movie because I liked where it was going. I liked how mm-hmm. it was paced. I liked that it wasn't good versus evil. It was yep, yep. You know, I like that as well. I, I as a setup, I thought that was great. I will say very quickly. Um, I always find it embarrassing. This is fucking apropos of nothing. I always find it really embarrassing when they have a rock band in yeah. a movie uh-huh. because it just seems so like just a little contrived. Like so where like terrible. they're practicing and they're, yeah, and it's, and it's just like we're playing rock and roll songs because we're a rock and roll band. <laughs> so I'm hard. a punk rocker. Um, <laughs> so hard to do that. I'm um, drinking a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, you sit there and ironically eat black licorice. <laughs> is that serious? Is that happening? That's super right. awkward. It doesn't feel right at all no anyway i'm um, sorry to, to yeah. interrupt no no with my no. Uh, witty bone moths because there, there were all there were these little things that i was willing to forgive because i did enjoy the path yeah. we were going down i think right up to the point where i was totally on board and, and and there was this dream sequence that jessica chastain has oh yeah right uh that's fucking awesome shot really cool really fucking creepy it was all really cool too yeah 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 and it's like immediately it, from that's the turning point though that dream sequence ends and then suddenly we're in a crappy CGI movie. Oh, just just, just the crappiest, just movie. the yeah. worst. It's the goofiest oh. looking CGI, uh. and it's like they they set up they set up the story with all these things where you're like, oh, that's cool. That'll touch on some cool, uh. Uh, m- m- uh, you know, like more uh, mo- morals or, or, or yeah. um, morality sort of. Uh, uh things <laughs> morality I, things i talk you know as yeah. they call the morality things um but yeah um uh yeah but then it's like this the second half of the movie they just work as hard as they can to turn those things into shit yeah oh. and, and the do. movie was so 
patient. Yeah. The first half, it's like really patient. Then they're like, whoa, shit, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like really convenient things that happen uh, and just like. Yeah, it's like, it's like tight and suspenseful for the first half. And then the second half is just, blah, ghost. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> it's like, it just vomits a like, ghost even, at you for 40 there's, minutes. There's like uh, expository dialogue where like she's like they cut to a highway and it's her leaving the dude. They haven't seen each other in like a while now. Neither of them know that the other one knows that mama's a ghost and the kids are in danger. Okay. Yeah, which but they they're both, both going to now. the same place. And you, she, you hear her phone message to him. It's like, she has the, she, uh, yeah, she has the girls. I'm on my way to such and such place. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, well, if I just got that message, you'd be like, you'd be like who? who has the girls? Yeah. Why yeah. are you going there? And, yeah. and, but it, it makes it even more complicated. both of those points. <laughs> even if he did at this point, or if she assumed that he knew about the ghosts, um, the she in question is not just the ghost, no. but it's the ghost having inhabited the, the aunt that I was talking yeah, about before. Yeah. Right. So the aunt, who was already a bitch, comes in, and now she's a bitch with a ghost in her, and yeah, she yeah. steals the kids oh. and takes them to the cabin. Okay. <laughs> it's really... Uh, yeah, it does, yeah, I'm disappointed because I thought... Well, I, I was hoping the, it would be more like what it sounds like the first half of the movie is. Yeah, I yeah. wish I could spoil the ending. Can, can we spoil no, the ending here? I'm no, because I'm going to see it. Okay. Are you going to see I'm this I'm going to see this, Don't yeah. I really wish I could, uh, oh. I could spoil the very ending I wanna because go see it, regardless. it is the stupidest it's way really, you could end a movie. Really I'm going to see it. Here's one thing, though. Now, uh, <laughs> so you're going to do all this horrible special effects, mm-hmm. all this CGI, just fuck your movie up. But the one thing where they decided to go for some kind of practical effect was like, <laughs> when Mama realized she's like fucking around, being crazy, yeah, gonna kill As Jessica Jess, Chastain. You know, but how the she but do. the evil aunt comes in the house, and Mama hears it and decides just to go fucking get her instead. Yeah. And so, how does Mama approach the ant, but as nothing but hair on the floor? Oh my god, that was the fucking funniest thing because what? what and what it's the just a wig being ghost, dragged across the floor. The ghost kind of sinks into the can sink okay. into the floor, and then because <laughs> so yeah, like, on the floor or whatever. It's like there was, a, I think it was Amazing Stories. There was an episode called Hell Toupee, mm-hmm. and it was about an evil toupee. And <laughs> yeah. I think they even uh, uh, I love me some Amazing Stories yeah. uh, uh, on the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, and this was very much it was yeah. very much that silly it was just <laughs> yeah. like this hair just like whipping when around it, the floor oh uh, whipping I was just, hoping you'd it say looked like, like a very flat you know like those sheep do- it looked like a very flat okay. sheep dog I was, gonna say, I was hoping it would be like on the floor silent like not moving and then when it moved it would be like dun 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 oh my god that did happen it might as well have happened it was that wacky it was hilarious and so just like when that happened like are you kidding me? Yeah, like, this yeah, is... like is this supposed to be funny? Yeah, yeah. then it I very much looks then like I was like thinking back when that movie like started my brain on a spiral. I'm like, have I been watching this movie all wrong? Am I in the wrong like theater yeah. here? Like, is this a comedy? Yeah, is this a parody of like? Because this is insane. The it fucking, is the fucking wackiest. It kind of sounds like um, a slightly better version of the last movie that I was excited about from Gilmero del Toro. That uh, Toro, um, don't be afraid of the dark or whatever. Because mm-hmm. that movie like had a lot going for it with like art direction and stuff. But it, that the Mama actually sounds better in terms of like the first half. But I was really excited for Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. And then like it turned out to be so stupid and silly and dumb. And like the little creatures that I thought were gonna be super cool were just like so silly and goofy. And like there was so much contrived, just like oh the man was in the basement. Now there's all these knives in him. He must have had an accident. And I'm like no, like these creatures have obviously <laughs> fucking attacked him with a, like a million knives. They don't just have an accident where like you get stabbed a hundred times. <laughs> like it just sounds like that. Like there's all these dumb things where you're like come on movie, yeah. I'm not an oh, idiot. <laughs> such a it pissed me off so much because 
yeah, I really thought like, all right, well, this is going to be a quality because we had the choice yeah. of either this or Broken City, which apparently is pretty bad too. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I was just pissed off. I was so irritated by this fucking move. Thank God Last Stand was good because I needed yeah. to get a good movie in. It was fucking oh fuck ugh. Yeah, yeah, and the end is just fucking awful. Yeah, it sounds so it's so awful. dumb and makes absolutely no sense. No sense. Like they they have backstory for Mama as well, but none of that is very clear either. No. Um, like because Mama, uh, I don't know. Can you tell the backstory or is that? Yeah, a spoiler? I don't know. She was in a hospital for sad people, so she was mentally disturbed. So they took her baby away to an orphanage. And yeah. She went to the orphanage and killed some nuns. Yeah, okay. and, and then, then she took the baby and, and then... jumped off a cliff with it, but hit. Like a la Looney Tunes, yeah, it's like a, a branch on the way. She down. hits a trampoline on the way. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> and Mama keeps going, but the baby's stuck on the. Oh, like hanging and makes that noise. And the coyote comes and pushes a rock on him. Yeah, wow, that sucks. And so Mama is looking for her baby. Is the whole okay? Yeah. So so these the the children. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Uh, yeah, are, yeah, are, are ostensibly, taking the place of yeah, said like baby. supposed to take place of the mm-hmm. baby, but she's again, trying to be uh, a mama. Gets into a spoiler. She's area. just trying yeah. to be a mama. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> man, there's so stupid, like don't it see. had like a lot of things going for. It. Like there was all this like cool creepiness and like kind of like the because Mama had some song that she sang to the girls. Yeah, and yeah. So, and the girls are like just sitting all spaced out, drawing on the walls, yeah. humming this song in unison, and it's really eerie. Yeah, and yeah. the girls were good actresses. They were like, great, really yeah. good. Um, it's a shame. Yeah, this movie's just a fucking shame. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it sucks because I hate when the idiots online and like uh, just nerds in general are all like, "Oh, this horror movie's coming out. And it's not rated R. It's PG thirteen. Fuck it. Oh, it's not fucking horror or whatever." I hate people that say that because I'm like, "No, you can do a ghost movie PG thirteen, and, yeah. and you fucking do it right. It could be scary Man, as hell." But the so ring, hoping, the first ring, was a great yeah. movie. That was a lot of fun, and that yeah. was PG. Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of hoping yeah. this I, this would be I one of those the cases. Changeling is PG. Yeah, I think it was PG when it came out. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just hoping that it would be one of those movies you could be like, no, actually, it's PG-13 because it's not, like, supposed to be a gory movie. Like, not every horror movie has to be rated R. Right. (laughs) No, it's just dumb. Yeah. Oh, speaking of going out to the movie theater, I just want to bring up one thing quickly that I'm noticing every time I go. Is they constantly show this fucking com- commercial for the Canadian television show Arctic Air? Yes. Oh my god! Before. And every time I'm like, looks Canadian. <laughs> like, it looks so Canadian. So now I play this game when I watch it, and I imagine that they say A 
after every line. Yeah. And it really fits. You can totally hear it. You're done for, eh? Yeah, that's the, that's the worst one. You're done, eh? You hoser. <laughs> you punch hey, it. Yeah. Hey, Take off. That, you're an American. That's our word. Hey, I've been here a long time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hate that commercial. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it. I, I haven't seen the actual commercials uh, for a movie in... Uh, the longest time. Do you time. just go like two minutes before somehow, it starts? Yeah, somehow I oh. always just end up in there right on time. I would time. never oh go God. to the movies Arctic with Air. you. Hilarious. If I you see the Arctic that. Air thing, just yeah. imagine them saying A yeah. after everything. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> No, I've had plane crashes before, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever died, eh? <laughs> I know the fucking thing. Even it's- Danger Bay is like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. <laughs> Settle down here. Yeah. <laughs> Too Canadian. Yeah. Oh my God. You're done. Eh? <laughs> eh? Oh yeah. That's fantastic. Oh yeah. Eh? Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Eh? Um. All right. Well, tell us about Quartet. Okay. So I went and saw Quartet. Did you, uh, was it at the Varsity? At the, the Varsity old Theater. This is a classic Varsity film. Uh, <laughs> packed full of old people. About old people. Uh, classic. This is a vintage Quartet classic uh, Varsity film. So this is the directorial debut of Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about four like retired opera singers, and they kind of put on a concert every year at the uh, retirement home that they're staying at. And then, so there's three of them there. Sorry, and they're they're putting on an annual. There's an annual like event, and three of the three of the four uh, people that used to be in this classic operatic quartet are living at this place, and the movie is about. The fourth one comes and and lives there, and it's uh, what's her name, Maggie Smith. Yeah, oh, and I so like she is kind of like uh, she broke the heart of her ex husband who was in the quartet, and they haven't seen each other in a long time. So it's kind of like she's showing up and disrupting their lives, and then uh, they're trying to like re- kind of. There's like a kind of a subplot about they're trying to save enough money for the place, and it's, like this is like a retirement home specifically specifically for, for musicians. Mus- right. Yeah. Oh, okay. They have those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, wait. It, hold on. Hold Hold on, sorry. I'm so sorry to interject. So there's four old old people, and two of them are fighting because they used to have romance, and now they have to raise enough money so they well, can the save thing the about, old folks' home. The thing about raising enough money to, to to it's not really to save the old folks' home. There's never any like it. It sounds like the when you say it, it sounds like an '80s movie. Yeah, it's nothing it sounds like that. Awesome. No, it sounds it, like a it movie I want to see. It, it, they don't. There's no like. There's never really. They don't put a lot of stakes to it. They're not like they we're not like going to live any. You know. Wash no. No, they don't do that. Um, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, no, there's never any like, oh, if we don't do this, we're not, you know, but it's kind of just like we need to do this co- concert and it'll like help us all kind of thing. But she, uh, Maggie Smith doesn't want to do it because it's like she doesn't, uh, she pretends like she doesn't care about the past and all this stuff, but she's kind of there to make amends a little bit with uh, uh, Tom Courtenay, I believe his name is, uh, or is it Billy, Billy Connolly? I'm not sure. But um, so <laughs> this movie is um, I don't know their names. I, I only know I, I know Maggie the Smith. Way in the theater. I know Maggie Smith and uh, and actually Pauline Collins who plays Sissy, who was my favorite part of the movie. She's like equally like adorable and 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 funny, but like kind of heartbreaking because she's she's like really senile. Uh, and there's times where they kind of play it for like humor, you know, like yeah. old, old people. It can be funny kind of thing. But, but then, when like, they do that and then they show like the real effects yeah. of it, that fucking gets me. And every she's time. really yep. really good. I actually really liked her performance. I thought she was like really good. Um, and yeah, just yeah, when when you do kind of realize like she doesn't know where she is all of a sudden kind of thing, you're just like oh god, yeah. like yeah. So she was really good. Dustin Hoffman's direction is all right. It's just kind of it does you know this isn't a movie that needs 
directorial flair. It's right. just all right. Um, I think it's Tom Courtenay who plays like the old man who uh, is is old and getting like unable to censor himself. So he does a lot of like, oh, it's funny because he's like hitting on everyone, but he's like an old man or whatever, and it's like not appropriate. And that's right. kind of like the joke. So there's a lot of those kind of things. You're like, I see enough of this at like family get togethers. That's not like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's not I'm grandpa. Yeah, 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 we've all seen it happen. It's not that like funny to see it over and over again in a movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, I watching this movie, I was so disinterested, but at the same time, <laughs> not like hating it. I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. Right. Like there was things to like about it. I liked that they, uh, they finally convince, uh, Maggie Smith to perform their quartet that they're so famous for, uh, at the end of the movie and they don't show you it. Which I actually really liked. I kind of wanted because uh, th- that would have been boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see everything else leading up to it, like right. at this performance. So it like it would have just been more fucking perform. I don't know. Like I, I saw a late quartet earlier this year, and I kind of had wanted that movie to end that way, where like they're they're finally going to do this thing in that the last second, like it kind of like you know fades out or yeah. something. I thought that would have been a great way to end that movie. So I liked that this one did that, but I don't know. I mean. The, I don't know. It's a fucking. It's a classic varsity film. <laughs> like it packed. The, it, it was like eleven fifty-five on a Saturday, and it was fucking real busy. You know, they sold a lot of tuna fish they sandwiches. They sold that like day. It's, yeah. it's, it's a grown-up combo: yeah. the tuna yeah. fish yeah. sandwich, a black bomb, and some hard candy, and some, some more bombs. It's <laughs> <laughs> prunes. Yeah. No, like it's not. It's not terrible. It wasn't for me. I didn't like it that much, but I didn't fucking. I wasn't like clawing my eyes out. It's, right. it's just, it was. I was very apathetic when I was watching this movie. It was just very like, oh, I just want I this to be Billy over Connelly with. I find always charming. I love yeah. that. Yeah, he's quite funny. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the performances are all right. Um, you know, the movie's just basically the, 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 old, the old married couple kind of fighting, and they're trying to, like, figure out how they're going to perform yeah. this thing. It's just like, I don't know, it's kind of funny in a dry British way, but at the same time, it was also just, like, the same kind of jokes for old people that you've yeah. seen before. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. D- it's a, oh, it's, yeah, no, yeah. There's no I, way I'm ever I told my parents, I was like, rent this, you know, like like it's an easy watch. They'll probably, you know, it's, it's that kind of a movie. It's a rental for, for a family or whatever. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Not not my thing, but yeah. Keep going, Dustin Hoffman. He was an all right. Like, it's an all right for a directorial debut. It's not sure. the worst. But yeah, I was bored. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, just glad I didn't have to go see. Well, no, that was before. Yeah, that was last week. I thought for a second that I dodged that haunted house bullet for this, but no, no. no. Get my weeks mixed up. Yep. Um, well, because you uh, lost previously, we uh, you gave Casey and I a punishment album. Yes, I did. I gave you guys the first of three uh, Green Day albums. Uh, there was a lot of people putting out three Oops. albums. Why are you what? playing it? Turn it off. Because it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tried to put out three albums in 2012. Guided by Voices did it. Oh, they just fucking Green put Day out. did it. I yeah. feel like Robert Pollard is just recording albums and be like, yeah, put Guided by Voices name on it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Ty Seagal did it. Ty Seagal is the only one who made three good albums. Yeah. Green Day. I Well, I can't speak for Dose, Dose or Trey. Or Trey but Uno yes. is... Horrible. Yeah, it is Uno, uh, piece of crap. Ooh, uh, it's well. First off, it's the laziest yeah. album I've ever heard. Not ever. I don't know. It's, it's but, no. It's no lazier than any of their other albums. I don't know. The lyrics in this are 
ludicrous. They don't make any sense. That was the um, thing that I've, I've noticed from just hearing the two songs on the radio that I have heard off this album is I, that it just seems like they, they seem to be attempting to like like play different styles like now we're like just classic power pop or like now we're doing this or whatever like yeah but now, it, the, the lyrics were always just like uh uh-huh, yeah 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 or something like like just garbage well it's like um uh okay uh, but from now on i would like you uh, all to refer to them as uh, tony award-winning green day yeah right uh, <laughs> but like it's like after they did that uh that american idiot thing yeah um yeah. it's like all of their lyrics now now that they don't have to have a through line because that that album ostensibly had some sort of a through line uh-huh. which i never really understood uh the, their albums don't don't actually have to have a through line but it's like they're still tilling that ground like so it's still about modern alienation but just not really to a point or anything. No, it's just it's, words associated with right, modern but the, alienation. But the words aren't in the right order to make any sense. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's that, really jumbled, you yeah. know, like, fucking, what is he? He's like, I want to ride the world like a Ferris wheel. It doesn't work. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what he wants what? to do. Uh, yeah, and like that um, the nuclear family song, which I, I was yeah. like, okay, well, this is about the deconstruction of, of the nuclear family, but it isn't really. Yeah. It's just more like, uh, like, Oh, I'm so sad and I'm so disaffected in the nuclear family and laser discs and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, that the, the last track. On like it. it's like they're alienated by something that they can't be bothered to figure out what <laughs> That's it is. That's how alienating it is. It's, it, again, yeah. it sounds super late. Like the last song, Oh Love, the, the chorus is far away, far away, waste away tonight. I'm wearing my heart on a noose. That doesn't even make sense. I what? You don't yeah. wear. Oh, come you on. wear your heart on your sleeve. It has right. nothing to do with the noose. noose. It's a completely mixed metaphor no, that doesn't don't... make any sense. And no, God, it's super deep, man. But that's, no. the, that's what they do, no, right? Like, it's only because like... it had to rhyme with far away, far away, ways to wait, and I, tonight my heart's on the loose. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. exactly. That's What? Come on, man. Like, what in the fuck? Now, they said, I read about this when I saw they were putting out three albums. I was like, What? And because Billy Billy Joe Armstrong was like, man, we're just writing songs so fast, just like flying up, yeah. pretty cool. We just like put them all out. It's like you don't. That's it's not <laughs> yeah. how you do this. Yeah. Like, there's a reason people rewrite things and have ideas and, and you know, shape them down them to and, one album. Yeah, yeah don't could, just put your I fucking could. demos out, you fucking <laughs> douchebag. If you Fuck gave you. me enough time, or no, if you gave me one day, I could put out three. I could write and put out three albums yes. in one day. They or, will be garbage. I'm at like yeah, anyone can terrible. do that. Nothing's gonna. Yeah. They're gonna be the most elemental. Uh, like mm-hmm. three chord bullcrap yeah, with, yeah, if with if a you, bunch of yeah. borrowed uh, secondhand cheap trick choruses. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! And that's the thing. Like if you if you had melodies. access to a recording studio, like time as if like as they do like yeah. you could totally do that just you guys sure. would be there writing so you could write four or five songs a day and just fucking kick out three albums in yeah so it would be so easy but it would in no way be rewarding because no. it would the songwriting would suffer and there's no songwriting on, no. on, on not at all well there is one, one songwriting thing that made me feel weird is that did, did that sweet 16 song weird you out uh wait, which one was that? I know Sweet it by 16. position. He's just like, <laughs> oh, that uh, one. Yeah, he was where he's like, you'll always be my sweet oh. sixteen. I'm like, oh god, you're like forty, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Seriously? Wow, yeah, he is like in his forties. Yeah, yeah. That's not wait, uh, not it? cool. Sweet oh, 16. it was like uh, towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Oh, man, there's but bad I feel, songs in this I feel album. again. I feel like he's writing from the vantage point of this of this character now. 
that that mm-hmm. is just sort of overseeing all of this sort of uh, uh, malaise yeah, of bullshit. the children. Bullshit. But he is a 40-something. I don't man. believe it. <laughs> and that Carpe Diem song is uh, yeah. infuriating. Kill the DJ, which is the single. Oh, I, I heard that on the wow, radio. I wanted to kill bad. myself. That's the single? That's the single, yeah. Yeah. And I'm listening to it, and he's like, fucking kill the DJ, fucking burn him and drown him and yeah. stuff. He's talking about, I'm like, ah, oh, just turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I would kill myself just to yeah. turn this off. All right. It's the worst. I fucking, fuck Green Day. I've never really been into that. I, I had Dookie yeah. in 1993 yeah. or whatever, and I listened to it a couple of times, and then I was bored. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I, I really like Dookie. I've I've always kind of had the controversial opinion that I liked uh, Insomniac more uh-huh. than Dookie, but um, most right. people say that, that I'm wrong. But but I do uh, like that album a lot. Mm. I do like Dookie a lot. But I mean, other than those two albums and maybe some of the earlier stuff, like I never really followed them through the whole way, and especially not when when they went to like American Idiot. Like like Warning, I was like, okay, there's some okay. Like I kind of think Warning got like a bad rep because like looking back on it now, you're like oh no warning is amazing compared to fucking american idiot and that shit it's just oh. i can't believe the 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 acclaim that american idiot oh got yeah it's terrible it's, most, it's know, terrible just you know read, read a couple of headlines you mean the album <laughs> yeah. or threw some jargon in there all of it yeah all the song it, the, the album, album the whole thing it's just like are you fucking kidding me this is like like i uh i, I will say uh, as uh, i auditioned for uh for uh, the, the music right um and uh so i listened to a lot of it mm-hmm. i listened to it a lot it, in a lot of ways, they're really stretching to make it a cohesive storyline. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is something very theatrical about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, like I could see people getting swept up in it. Um, I could see idiots getting swept up. That's the whole thing. Like, uh, I feel or like, Americans. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Right? Thanks, Obama. I just feel like well, that whole album is just it. it that's all it has. They just were like, yeah. we're going to make an album that has, like, a theatric element to it, and then they didn't write, like, great, deep songs or anything. They just wrote, like, some garbage songs, but all they right. just happened to frame them all around these the same themes. Around a very a loose... A very loose... And, but that that's the thing, is that this album sort of feels like that, but but with way less cohesion. It just it, it, it just feels like the same shit yeah. being regurgitated over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I was... <laughs> fought the urge to give you a <laughs> dose like i was really close to being like i'm just gonna give these fucking guys the second one god and then if i lose this week i was gonna you know but i'm not gonna do that i'm not heartless i'm gonna give god. you guys an album that i have been really liking it's a new album i been so nice this year i know i'm trying to make do like. and also i'm trying to bank some like real bad ones for later <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm gonna give you guys an album that i've been liking a lot i actually think you guys might not like it but i have found it a very interesting listen um it's a new album by mystical weapons it's self-titled it's their debut and it is actually sean lennon and the drummer from deer hoof uh really playing psychedelic long form instrumental funk rock avant-garde weirdness okay and i'm not one of those people who was on board with sean lennon being um a singer-songwriter? Yes. I'm not one of those people who was ever on board for that. So. I think he's... I think he... Am I going to enjoy this? I think specifically you won't enjoy this because it's so uh, weird and long-form and instrumental and right. like and just off-the-wall kind of stuff. But I, I think do it's like cool. that when it works. Yeah. I think I think it's a really interesting record, um, cool. and there's some really cool drumming on it. And actually, Sean Lennon lets loose on the guitar. I think he plays some fucking sweet shit. 
cool. on this album. All right, I'm but yeah, ready. it's it's interesting Which nonetheless. One? Julian Lennon had that much too late for oh, goodbye. Oh hell, right? I'm fully on board for Julian Lennon. Much wow. too late for goodbye is an awesome song. Amazing. Yeah, another song that was super cool as well. Yeah. There were only two songs from him. Mm-hmm. I know. I yeah. <laughs> Anything else I heard from Sean Lennon, yeah. I was like, Pfft. I didn't mind that uh, group that uh, Sean Lennon played bass in for a while. What was their name? Uh, Kibomato or something? They had that birthday cake oh, song. Yeah, oh, Kibomato. Kibomato. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. mind that song. Yeah, it, was right. it was a fun song. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Uh, we're gonna roll now. Let's do it. Uh, what did we say that we're rolling for? Uh, we're rolling this... for Parker. Yes, Parker's and, the big winner. And the and the it's apparently coming out now in Canada. Okay. A haunted house. Haunted house is the loser. Yeah, Marlon. This is apparently just a Marlon Wayans joint. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he, couldn't even, he, he couldn't even he couldn't even get Keenan Ivory Wayans on board. No. <laughs> what um, about Sean? Yeah. Uh, oh man. Uh, Sean's phone has been disconnected, so uh, they couldn't yeah. get a hold of him. Uh, Parker, I haven't heard any advanced word, but. Just because of the source material, I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Also, so. the the poster looks like I mentioned this before because uh, it's like it's uh, Jason Statham standing there, but like he's sort of like in a black silhouette, but you can see his face, and then mm. superimposed over that is uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez's <laughs> face. So it just sort of looks like he's wearing her face as a jacket, <laughs> and that I hope is a plot point. Yeah. <laughs> You hope you just get off of me and stop trying to wear me like a jacket. Stop trying to wear me like a jacket. Yeah. That's my best Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I thought she was in the room. Okay. I am rolling for Parker versus A Haunted House. Maybe I will have to go see it. Maybe I will. I hope you do. Yep. That's a one. Oh, oh my Jesus. God. Let's start calling you Vern. Uh, <laughs> what is. Oh, my God. All right, Casey's got a two. A solid two. A two. <laughs> Roll a one. Roll a Roll one. A, uh, yeah, there we go. What I can't we believe here? it. Got a five. five. Oh, yeah, okay. Man. There you go. <laughs> All right. Verno. I don't, under, I don't understand it, but whatever. Oh, uh, my You don't understand God. why you can't roll properly. I, I shake it up, <laughs> and do, I let it loose. You do all of the movements. <laughs> <laughs> but I make specific... Uh, I make it like I know I, I need, I need to shake it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally just going to burn you every time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah every, <laughs> put that in the bowl. Uh, uh, that... Uh, that the what do you call it? their bowl? The um, a bowl of horrible things. Well, we, yeah, the bowl of horrible things. We should we should stop doing the. Uh, I feel like we should do less movie movie roles where like you get to pick one or the other because I feel like that's just like easy non having to be a loser kind of thing like not having yeah, to yeah. like miss something. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Where we just do the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then if you don't see it, you fucked up. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go kill myself this week in a theater. <laughs> you guys are going to go see Parker, go see a movie that I've been dying to see. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm reading the Look, graphic novel. Look, we're going to tell you all about it, buddy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will pull a uh, thing that I did once a long time ago where I went and saw <laughs> Premium Rush or whatever, and then I just sat here silently and was like, uh-huh, didn't see it. That's interesting. <laughs> Oh, Premium Rush. Well, God. Premium Rush was kind of a punishment anyway. Yeah. So. That was kind of why I was like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to be It was dumb, me. but it was fun, but it was stupid. <laughs> okay, well then uh, let's get into some Hero Swap. Round two. Yeah. Round two. Round two. 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 Dose. 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 Can I take back dose. what album I gave you <laughs> after losing? <laughs> Fuck you, I'm giving you dose. Verno.
All right, Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64, we will end with one. This is one of those matches. Woo! Second match of round two. Dan is excited. I know. Uh, He's faking it. Yep. Uh, today's a good one. Uh, today we've got uh, John McClane of the Die Hard franchise going yeah. up against the Mariachi, as portrayed by Antonio Banderas, Antonio or Mr. Ban- Melanie Griffith, Dennis. as I like to call him. Yeah, in a Desperado film, as he likes to be called too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's I see heard. where He's these. Very let's see where these kids are playing. Oh, one Under UFC two. ring. Interesting. Oh, this very fucking interesting. die. Leans uh, to the one, eh? Hearing, they don't have any weapons. No weapons. So, so how long does it take John McClane to kill the mariachi? Not terribly long, no. I'm thinking. Mariachi, uh, he's very good with weapons. He's just good at hiding weapons all over, yeah. all over the place. So that's yeah, yeah. what his skill is. And he has is. no weapons. Yeah, he's got no weapons, and John McClane doesn't have weapons a or lot of the time. Or does the mariachi have a weapon that nobody could find because he hit it so well? Mm. No. In his shoe. In or his shoe. in his armpit. I don't, can you wear shoes in a UFC ring? I don't know. No, no. he's got no well, shoes. Well, he he's designed got... a shoe that looks like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall him making foot. Yeah, I don't think that was part of his skill set. <laughs> you don't know. You're right. What oh, happens off screen stays off screen. Golly. Um, it's in no way relevant to the conversation we're having no. now. I, I like Desperado. I mean, it's, it, it is. all right. It was good. It definitely pales in comparison to El Mariachi, which is the superior. Yeah, film. yeah. Which you is- know, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, am I right? Whoa. Oh, I turned that movie off. Saying yeah. things that aren't true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's jacket. Oh, now it's time for Dan's Irony Corner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, the mariachi gets physical. There's a little bit of punching. Um, yeah. Not a lot. Mostly, it's machine guns. And yeah. Knives and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly, it's just it's it's guns that he has hidden inside of guitar cases. And yeah. Guitars. Yeah. yeah. And like some spin kicky things. Like, and that's yeah, yeah. Sweep yeah. your leg. You'll sweep your leg. I tell you what. <laughs> but I feel like he's going to be oh. very flourishing. My leg with is his. dirty. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like John McClane's just gonna fucking get it. Done. Well, that's the thing. John McClane is good with weapons and good with his hands. Yeah, so yeah. Particularly really... when fighting larger, long-haired yeah. foreign men. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's really yeah. good. At, he's had practice at that. Yeah, because yeah. McClane goes into that like rage area, like when he's fighting. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, I don't know the actor's name. The long, blonde-haired guy in the first movie. Where he just like he starts getting all shrieky in his voice mm-hmm. and like brother someone broke his fucking neck and all that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just pounding the you know, really aggressive stuff and there's some like you know uh, chokes with the leg holds and stuff like that and then he gets into it in the well Die Hard two as well but Die Hard three there's a couple of really good fights where it's a much bigger guy mm-hmm. and he just like the That's odds the are thing. against him he's a fucking scrappy fighter yeah like he's a super scrappy fighter and he. He, he can use anything around him, like yeah. Uh, chains. Uh, there's yeah, there's mm. not anything around no, icicles. No. There's not anything around him. No, no. Um, but uh, yeah, I I feel like he's just gonna have uh, like I feel like he's just gonna go straight at him, and it's not gonna yeah, take him no, long. it's not yeah. really, it really isn't. I was surprised the mariachi. I think the mariachi got into. Uh, round two uh, by luck. I think it was like a technicality yeah. or something. So what, right? Who did he fight? I think Popeye Doyle. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, he fought somebody that was kind of like uh, much older. Yeah. 
No real fighting skills yeah. other than racism. <laughs> yeah. Just really I think that was the thing. Skill? He was going to say something racist, and then the guy was yeah, like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I have a gun at my butt, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot you with it. Goodbye. <laughs> he, he didn't count on my butt I'm gun. sorry. I'm a little older. I only have my bus pass up my butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, does anyone know where I can get pants with pockets? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know. I'm starting to, this is starting to become I don't know where to keep yeah. my hard candy. <laughs> I had a tuna fish sandwich yeah. the other day. Yeah. Uh, it was ruined. Uh, I couldn't eat it. 574 for the gum, you say? Oh, one minute. <laughs> I can Let me get you. I have exact change. I have, I have almost everything. I can feel a dime, yeah. but it's up there. So if you've gotten any tongs for at least 15 minutes. Well, I'm glad that this hero swap at least let us on the... Uh, <laughs> Riff train up a butt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where most trains out of the station are headed up somebody's butt. Oh, oh yeah. So Mariachi, you're dead. Yeah, I think he's dead. Yeah, yeah. we'll go on to. Uh, we didn't really say how he kills him. How does he kill him? I, I think a big choke out. I like yeah. a good McLean. Yeah, yeah. Like, McLean there's going to be some punching. This will not just yeah. be like a takedown. It's no, not like a Mariachi's no, a pussy or something. Yeah. You know, there's going to be bloodied noses mm-hmm. and some, you know, harsh words spoken, and then there's going to be a and good... And some clever catchphrases. Absolutely. Yeah. This could be a good chokeout, you know, a good yeah. old-fashioned diehard chokeout. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. he use his legs? Is he choking Yeah, let's go legs. legs. Let's, let's okay. let him choke legs. Yeah. Legs. Yeah, a leg right. chokeout. All right. Very nice. That's what the kids want. Yep. yep. All right. That's, well, that's a delight. Yeah. Uh, now, th- this round two... Is going to be difficult with some of these matchups. Oh, it's only going to get harder, right? R- much the harder. There we go. So, uh, yeah, like the next week, it's going to be a very interesting conversation. Oof. Next week's interesting. Next week we have Kyle Reese, yes, as portrayed by Michael Bean in the uh, Terminator franchise. Well, it's the first one, I guess. Yeah, going up against Elizabeth Salander. Oh, from the uh, Dragon uh, Tattoo be. trilogy, two, two yeah. people who are very tortured, and I yeah, feel like, I f- yeah, I feel like I'm not saying anything about this match, but I feel like Elizabeth has the opportunity to go, uh, go, f- go fairly far in this, uh, absolutely, in this fight uh, in this. Have you guys seen all three of the Dragon Tattoo? I movies? saw the first two. Okay. No, I just yeah. saw the first one. I never saw the Fincher one either. No, me either. No, yeah. I liked the Fincher one a lot. I don't know if are, are they making more uh, I'm not American sure. ones. I don't know. Because I found, uh, I really liked Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the original, quite a bit, but I found two and three to be not very well directed. Okay. And pacing was kind of weird. And uh, you could tell they were leaving a lot of elements of the story. Yeah, like on the page kind of thing. Yeah, you know, and so I I would like to see those done with this cast. Because. I really liked it, the uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I put it off because I was just like, the first one was so Fincher-esque as it was. I didn't yeah, feel the need for it, it was but gonna, I do want to see it. Yeah, I don't know if he'll do more of them. I can't, okay. I can't really see that happening, yeah. but who knows? Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah, Elizabeth Salander, yeah, watch some Terminator, and uh, yeah, we're going with the uh, 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 Numi Rapace. How do you say her name? Rapace? Numi Rapace? Rapace? Yeah. yeah. So Sweet. we're going with that, Elizabeth. Awesome. Because yeah. there's more of her. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Or of her to love. And that's mm-hmm. a fact. Mm-hmm. she's a fatter actress. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. <laughs> um, uh, all right. You can follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC or yeah. Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Mm. Or you can follow Modern Superior at Modern Superior and hear all about our shows. We have a new show, mm. The Faculty of Horror. Mm. Yeah, we got a new show. We got a new okay. show. 
We lose one, we gain another. So check out at Modern Superior. We'll tweet about their episodes. Uh, I heard good they show were, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're recording they're their second one. I think uh, today or tomorrow. I think I saw on mm-hmm. Facebook. Really cool. If you like uh, horror movies and you like listening to people talk about them academically, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they nerd out. Uh, yeah. In. In ways that you probably never even thought to. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I just cool. love like people breaking down horror movies. I just totally. love it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Check they it have out. one of the one of the co-hosts that should be mentioned is a uh, um, uh, psychologist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so yeah, so she attacks uh, attacks it from from a psychology standpoint, which I think is such an interesting idea. Definitely, yeah. So check that out; it's exciting. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and our new show as well. Yeah. Uh, Time yeah. Bandits. Check out Time Bandits. First episode is out there. It's on yeah. iTunes now. In case you were like watching well, yeah. it on the yeah. yeah, get it on iTunes. Time Bandits debut episode with uh, Jimmy Kane from uh, Champion Lover. We're talking. Uh, License, License to Drive. To drive. Some fat boys if you there. loved, if you loved '87 Throwback uh, on on here, then but wanted it to be its own show, yeah, you, you are it. in luck, and you are probably about one person. <laughs> yeah. <You> got it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So check those out. Get it. All right. Get it. That's it for us. Uh, Get it. Goodbye. We will see you next Wednesday. Bye, Internet. I regret nothing. <laughs> I would do a Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.